<sighs> pain, hurt, disappointment. The Devils came out on the losing end against the Arizona Coyotes by a score of 4-1 to one after I said this was going to pretty much be a gimme win for them. We have a lot to discuss in this episode. Buckle up. You're Locked On Devils, your daily podcast on the New Jersey Devils. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hi, this is Bryce Salvador, and you're Locked On Devils with Trey Matthews. Alrighty now, what is up New Jersey? Welcome back to the Locked On Devils podcast from the Locked On Network. I'm your host, college hockey play-by-play announcer and also Devils writer for Pucks and Pitchforks, Trey Matthews. And what more can I say from the New Jersey Devils? As if I needed more pain. So if you guys missed the last episode, I did a crossover with Carl and Robin of Locked On Coyotes. And we basically talked all things pregame. We gave our overall predictions. And we all agreed that the New Jersey Devils were going to beat the Arizona Coyotes. I said 4-2. to Robin and Carl said 3-2. But at the end of the day, that didn't happen. Well, my prediction was close. Um, the final score was 4-1. to But it wasn't the New Jersey Devils that came out victorious. So I am really disappointed. And I also mentioned in the last episode that I announced nine hockey games over the course of the weekend so I'm speaking a little softer I'm not really projecting my voice as loud as I usually do but like I said as if I needed more pain in my life the New Jersey Devils just put up a god awful performance against the Arizona Coyotes I don't know what else to say we struck first Nico Kieser got the first goal of the game in the power play and I just I was like okay this is going to go in the way of the New Jersey Devils we got off to a pretty decent start let's make the second period our period Oh boy, was I wrong. We held the Coyotes to one shot on goal in period number one. One. So there's really no excuse that the New Jersey Devils shouldn't have uh, won this game. But here's the thing. Here's the thing that kind of irks me. The Coyotes had 17 shots on goal the entire game. Yet somehow, someway, they scored four goals. All of them unanswered. Like I said, the Devils struck first. And then in period number two, the Coyotes got three goals. And then in the last period of play, they got one more goal that's unacceptable. This is on Mackenzie Blackwood. Speaking of Mackenzie Blackwood, going into this game, there was a lot going into the favor of the New Jersey Devils. So remember, we've had a lot of guys in and out of the COVID protocol. So we've had Mackenzie Blackwood. We have Sharon Govich, Zaka, Brock. You know, we were having guys basically do a rotating door of who was going on and off the COVID protocol, including uh, Damon Severson. I know I'm missing a few others, but you get the point of it. So we're almost to full strength. Obviously, we're still without Dougie Hamilton. Miles Wood and Jonathan Bernier, uh, we already know Bernier's situation. I don't think Miles Wood is going to play at all this season. This was pathetic from the New Jersey Devils. I don't know what else to say. But uh, let's just talk some pregame stuff before I talk about the nit and gritty about the game. So uh, it was uh, Hispanic Heritage Night. And here's the thing about the jerseys. And I might make a controversial claim. So... Uh, today we rocked our, you know, our new black sweaters and, and the, the, the sweaters have grown on me. Like, like I told you guys, uh, last year, uh, when I saw the rendering of the image, I was a little hesitant. I was a little skeptical. I don't really like the white stripes on the sleeves. I think we could do without that. Obviously the Jersey on the front of it was a little controversial and just, you know, somewhat hilarious. But like I said, and many people can attest to this, they look much better than a rendering image. It looks better in real life. But the thing about our Hispanic heritage jerseys, those actually look a lot nicer. I don't know about you guys, but you know, if we made a few adjustments, I think those jerseys would have worked better 
as our new black jerseys, quite honestly. I like them a lot better than the jerseys that we have now. That's my personal opinion. Like I said, the black jerseys that we currently have, the the white, uh, the jersey, it's grown on me. It, it's not the best in the league, but it, it, it it's grown on me. So I'll give it that. But the Hispanic Heritage jersey, those look really nice. I, I don't know about you guys, but I really liked... Um, I really liked the the logo, how it looks with the orange, the white, the red. That looked really cool, quite honestly. Obviously, we, we can't use that as a, as a future jersey because, obviously, it was for a promotion, Hispanic Heritage Night. But it, it looked really nice on those warm-up jerseys that the Devils were wearing. So I really like those. I would have much rather preferred those as our black jerseys than um, uh, the jerseys we have now. But going to this game for the New Jersey Devils, it's not going to get any easier for them. This was... A crucial win for them. Now, a lot of you are probably saying, Trey, what are you talking about? It's the Arizona Coyotes. How is this crucial? It's not going to make or break us. It's not going to get us into the playoffs. And with all that said, you are absolutely 100% right. But here's the thing, guys. The schedule is not going to get any easier for us. We got to play the Hurricanes. We have to play the Kings. We have to play the Stars. We got to play the Lightning. It, it, like I said, the schedule is just going to get harder and harder. So we needed to pick up those gimme wins. And then if that's not enough for you guys, we got to play the Hurricanes again. Then we got to play the Toronto Maple Leafs back to back. And then I think our only easy games the, the next uh, time out won't come until early February when we have to play the Senators and the Canadians. Those are our only two games that I look ahead on the docket as gimme wins. But then again, I got to use the term gimme win very loosely because these last two games for the Devils were supposed to be gimme wins. Obviously, I give them somewhat of an excuse against the New York Islanders. We weren't at full strength. We played our hearts out. Just a few things didn't go our way. But when looking ahead of the schedule, like I said, let me repeat myself. The Hurricanes, the Kings, the Stars, the Lightning, the Hurricanes again. Uh, We have to play the Toronto Maple Leafs back to back. Then we play the Senators and Canadians. So I don't know about you guys. Look, I know the Stars and the Kings aren't really the best team in in the NHL, but they sure as hell are better than us. I'm just saying. And then we got to play the Lightning. We got to play the Hurricanes. We have to play the Toronto Maple Leafs. We're going to fall behind in the standings. We're we're already second last. So we don't really have uh, much to fall. We can theoretically, if, if this stretch does not go our way, we could be last in the Metropolitan Division. I, I genuinely believe that. So we got to be extra careful during, during these next few games. I, I, I'm very disappointed in the Devils. They, they really needed this win. They needed the two points. I would have been satisfied if we got an eight point. Look, I get it. We can't win every single game, and we're going to win some games that we have no business winning, and we're going to lose some games that we have no business losing. I get it. That's just how sports works. But against a team like this, you really got to capitalize on it. You got to put some sort of effort. Had we lost 3-2, to two, it would have been a heartbreaker. But at the same time, and would I be disappointed? Yes, absolutely. But at the same time, it's just like, look, at least they put some sort of fight. At least they put some sort of effort. It's, a, it's one of the reasons why no one really came at them for losing against the Islanders because we were shorthanded. We played our hearts out. Unfortunately, it just didn't go in our favor, and we just came out on the losing end, but just barely. Like, if they would have done the same thing against the Arizona Coyotes, I would have just said, okay, it's just bad luck for the New Jersey Devils. But this time around, it's not bad luck. There's no reason why the the Coyotes should have less than 20 shots on goal, and then somehow, some way, they scored like four. 
That's unacceptable. And this goes on Mackenzie Blackwood. I thought giving Mackenzie Blackwood an extended period of time of rest would actually help him. Because remember, uh, a few episodes ago, I said he deserves a break. He deserves a rest. And he inadvertently got one uh, going onto the COVID protocol. Now, I don't know what the rules and regulation of COVID protocol are, but I certainly know that uh, he was not at practice. I know he wasn't damn sure playing in a game. So, you know, use that time to rest up and get better and get your head right. I don't know what else to say. This loss is on Mackenzie Blackwood. No ifs, ands, or buts about it, and you cannot tell me otherwise. You can bet on that. Uh Uh-oh, where am I going with this? Well, I'll talk about it in the next segment. But first, let's hear from our friends from BetOnline.ag. So, BetOnline would like to wish you a happy new betting year as we continue to march our way to the playoffs and beyond. BetOnline remains your number one spot for all the sports action, wagering action for 2022. New year and new updated desktop and mobile website to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use our promo code LOCKEDON to get started. From football, basketball, hockey, boxing, UFC, right to your favorite Vegas casino games, don't to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for 2022. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to wager on all your favorite sports. BetOnline, where the game starts. Please remember to gamble responsibly and also visit our friends at Locked On Bets for all your betting needs there as well. So when looking at this overall game for the New Jersey Devils, I, I said this loss is on Mackenzie Blackwood, and here's why. Courtesy of Alex Javonsi of the Hockey Riders, he said the Coyotes had an expected goals of 1.04, and at the time they had three goals, and it obviously resulted in four goals, and they had 17 shots on goal. And he said this one is on Blackwood. Like I said, I agree with Alex Javonsi 100%. But going back to my main point, I think this is where Jonathan Bernier plays somewhat of an X-factor because – Uh, Mackenzie Blackwood doesn't have a a reliable goalie behind him and that does him a disservice because he feels as though he has to do everything so or if Mackenzie Blackwood is just you know not in his right state of mind I can't really trust the person behind him to get us to win I really can't look I I I talked about John Gillies I said I want the best for John Gillies I talked about the other two uh goalies who uh you know started off in Utica and are actually doing pretty well you know Nico Dawes and, and Akira Schmidt but here's the thing I don't trust not one of those goalies to get us a win when we need it to. Like, I could trust Jonathan Bernier because, as Alex Chavonsi said later on on his Twitter, he said that Jonathan Bernier going down for the rest of the year really hurt the Devils because he's an above-average goalie. Now, here's the thing about goaltending and the New Jersey Devils. It's been one of our Achilles' heel this season. I want the best for Mackenzie Blackwood. I really want him to do well. But for the love of God, can we please get him a reliable option to back him up in the pipes. Seriously. Like, he needs help. He can't just be doing this all by himself. Look, you're probably thinking to yourself, why are you defending Mackenzie Blackwood? Well, here's the thing. I believe in Mackenzie Blackwood. I really want him to succeed. But he's not going to succeed if he cannot get a reliable option. Last year was Scott Wedgwood. This year, it's um, it's John Gillies. And like I said, John Gillies does have a chip on his shoulder. But Mackenzie Blackwood cannot just keep like playing Superman. He can't keep playing hero because he's going to have a few of these games like this where it's just like it's going to get into his own head and he can't uh, contribute. He can't uh, get the job done. And we couldn't swap him out. Like he should be, he should have swapped out in the third period. Quite honestly, like if I'm Lindy Ruff, I'm just like, look, you, the the Coyotes only had this many shots on goal, and they already have three goals. You can't come in. You're done. I if, that's what I would have done if I'm Lindy Ruff. And we'll talk about Lindy Ruff later on in this episode. But 
overall, this loss is on Mackenzie Blackwood. I'm very disappointed, but at the same time, you know, I, I gotta just feel somewhat sympathetic towards him just because he doesn't have any help. So guys, when we're critiquing Mackenzie Blackwood, I would just say be very careful because he just hasn't been put into a winning situation for his type of play. What I mean by that is like he's still young, he's developing, and he can only go up from here, but he needs some help. He needs that veteran leadership, and he hasn't had it. Like he could have had it with Corey Crawford, but you know, Crawford abruptly retired. He could have had it with um, Corey Schneider, but Corey Schneider, we, we all know how that ended. He could have had it with Jonathan Bernier, but unfortunately, Jonathan Bernier, um, he got hurt, and now his career is in jeopardy, but uh, he's saying that he wants to make a comeback. But overall, goaltending has been a huge issue for the Devils, along with their defense, but I'm not going to put the uh, loss on the defense, not this time around. Normally, I would, and normally, I would go easy on Blackwood, but I can't right here, and you know, I've been seeing some tweets, um, including uh, from my buddy Neil from Devil State of Mind. He said that, um, you know, try to defend this loss. Like, I dare you to. Like, he wasn't directing it at me. He was directing it to Devils Twitter in in general. And I really can't. Look, I can't defend this loss for the Devils. It was an absolute piss-poor effort. But at the same time, you know, I got to be fair. I I, I am a journalist. I am uh, a personality. I got to, you know, cover all aspects of a loss. And the the loss is on Mackenzie Blackwood. No ifs, ands, or buts about it. But at the same time, it's just like, you know, let, let, let's go easy on the kid a little bit. We need to give him a better situation. And, and that's my personal opinion. Because he can't succeed with the scenario that he has going for him right now. Like, a few years ago, people were talking about that Mackenzie Blackwood could be a Vesna Trophy winner. I personally still think he can. Maybe not this year. Maybe not next year. Maybe not even the year after that. But sometime down the line. Once he gets put into a better situation. But we got to find a reliable, above average, backup goalie that can bail Mackenzie Blackwood out. And that can give him that veteran leadership. Because right now, he's not getting it. And I don't know what else uh, can be said about the New Jersey Devils uh, during this um, recent losing streak. It's disappointing, but the least I can say is at least we're not the uh, Philadelphia Flyers because the Flyers are currently on a nine-game losing streak. But at the same time, just looking ahead for the Devils, I'm a little concerned. So let's look at the Metropolitan Division real quick, shall we? So the Rangers are currently uh, kings of the Metropolitan Division. They are 26-10-4 with 56 points. The Hurricanes are 26-8-2 with 54 points. The Capitals are 22-9-9 with 53 points. The Penguins are 23-10-5 with 51 points. The Blue Jackets are 17-18-1 with 35 points. The Flyers are 13-18-8 with 34 points. The Devils are 14-19-5 with 33 points. The Islanders are 13-13-6 with 32 points. So here's the thing about the Devils. They are down still, but not out. Because someone tweeted at me saying the season's over. The season's not over. But it's not going to be easy for the Devils. Now they're going to have to really kick it into high gear. And I don't know when uh, Dougie Hamilton is returning, but I really hope he returns ASAP. I think he's had a few weeks to recover. I I don't know when he's going to begin his rehab. I don't know when he's going to be back at practice. But we really need Dougie Hamilton back ASA now. Like as soon as now. Seriously. Not as soon as possible. As soon as now. Because... The Hurricanes, I don't know if you guys heard, beat the Bruins 7-1. to 
if they play the Devils that night and they were continuing to be on one, seriously, we'd be losing 17 to 1. I, I, I think that's not out of the realm of possibility. So we really need Dougie Hamilton back. ASA now. Like I said, I'm glad that we have um, uh, Blackwood back. I'm glad that we have Brat back. And I don't care what you guys say about Mackenzie Blackwood. He is still crucial for the Devils. Would you rather have him in pipes or John Gillies? Or Nico Dawes or Kira Schmidt. Please pick your poison. I, I don't really care either way because uh, I would much rather have Mackenzie Blackwood in between uh, the pipes and trying to uh, stop the goals. I, I'd much rather have an inconsistent Mackenzie Blackwood than an unproven player like uh, Gillies or Schmidt or Dawes, quite honestly, or um, Shapiro, our emergency backup goalie. Remember that? Like, seriously, we, we lost like. Uh, essentially all of our goalies. I think we lost three out of four of them and we needed an emergency backup goalie. So just putting that out there and um, just, just looking forward. I'm glad that the Devils are back almost at full strength. I cannot deny that. But at the same time, this wasn't the showing that I expected from them. I expected much better. But then again, it could be something that I mentioned in the last episode, which was that they were very, very, very rusty because they hadn't played in a while. And this is doing the Devils a huge disservice, which is, I believe this was their second game in like 12 days. So the last time the Devils played was January 13th. Ladies and gentlemen, it is January 19th uh, at the time of this recording. It's not even midnight. So uh, close to a week that the Devils have not played. And then prior to that, it was January 8th. I was still on Christmas break. I still was not in school. And the, the fact that I'm like two weeks into the new semester and that the Devils have only played, what, like one game since me being back on campus? Uh, yeah, it's it's been a while since the Devils have played. So I'm just giving you guys that kind of reference. So it could have been rust, but at the same time, they need to shake off that rust quickly. Now, if you want to bank on the Devils winning, I would say, you know, look at the Kings, look at the Stars. But, you know, against the Hurricanes, against the Lightning, against the Maple Leafs, it's going to be a challenge. Do I think they're going to lose all those games? No, absolutely not. I do not believe that for a second, but I think we're going to have more losses than wins. I'm glad that the um, that the Philadelphia Flyers are struggling uh, and they're losing nine in a row because we could theoretically uh, jump up a couple points in Metropolitan Division had we won this game. Like I think we'd be ahead of the uh, Blue Jackets because they lost their last game. So somehow, some way, we still remain afloat. But at the same time, if we keep losing. Uh, we're we're in a very interesting situation, and I'm glad that I'm talking about the standings in today's episode because um, we have 33 points, like I mentioned. The Blue Jackets have 35. Uh, the Islanders have 32. So literally, like if we go on a hot streak, we're jumping up a few spots in Metropolitan Division. But if we lose one more game and the Islanders win one more because the Islanders are currently on a two-game win streak, then guess what? We're going to be last in the Metropolitan Division. But somehow, someway, we'll still be within striking distance. This is this is really amazing. I, I haven't seen something like this in a while. But at the end of the day, guys, um, the Devils just got to do better. And I'm just trying to remain optimistic. I'm trying to remain positive because I just don't want to sulk in the misery. Because, look, you guys don't want to just listen to me, like, talk bad about the Devils. You don't want to hear me just say, the Devils suck. The Devils are this. The Devils are that. Uh, Lindy Ruff needs to go. Tom Fitzgerald needs to go. Because you can see that all over Twitter. But let, let's remain positive, okay? Let, let, we, we still got a lot going for us, and maybe we're just rusty. I don't know. But I really hope we pick it up during these next few games because we're definitely going to need it. Okay, so for the final segment, we'll talk briefly about uh, Lindy Ruff, and then I will compare stats, and I will give my 
uh, overall final grade for the New Jersey Devils in this game. Now, here's the thing about Lindy Ruff. He had missed the last two practices due to him dealing to a personal matter. So here's the thing, guys. We, we talked about feeling sympathetic and feeling some sort of empathy. We need to feel the same way for Lindy Ruff. I, I've seen the tweets, and I'm no exception to this, but I totally forgot. Lindy Ruff missed the last couple of practices due to dealing with a personal matter. Now, I, I get that you guys want to come at him. I get you want to get the, the thing trending, fire Lindy Ruff. But at the same time, I don't know what Lindy Ruff is going through, but um, you know, I just I just want to integrate that into your heads, which is maybe he's going through a tough time, which which is why he didn't really strategize or coach all that well in today's game. But the one thing I have to say for Lindy Ruff is that uh, when you were out with COVID and Nazardine had to take over, the Devils actually did somewhat decent. Now, a, a lot of you probably do not want to hear Nazardine, head coach, in the same sentence for the Devils ever again. But it's true. Like, the Devils played much better, and they beat the Capitals. They beat the Oilers. And I don't remember the last time we beat the Capitals. It's been like uh, like a year and a half since we've beaten the Washington Capitals. And it, it was actually a very intense game. We were competing with them. Uh, pretty well to the very end it went into OT if I remember correctly so um, the the one thing about Lindy Ruff is that look you you got to strategize a little bit better but at the same time I got to uh, give him some sort of empathy just because I don't know what he's dealing with he's dealing with a personal matter but like I told you guys according to Amanda Stein he missed the last couple of practices due to dealing with a personal matter I don't know if he knows if his job is on the hot seat or whatever the case might be I don't personally think so because I've talked to a few Devils personalities and they seem to like him around the organization. So I'm just telling you guys, um, I think Lindy Ruff is here to stay for at least the entirety of this year. But we're almost halfway done with the season, so there's still plenty of uh, games to be played. We'll see what happens. But at the same time, the the one thing I want you guys to remember is that Lindy Ruff might be dealing with something off the rink. Uh, that's why he's missed the last couple of practices. So maybe he wasn't really in his right state of mind for this game. And also, I do question why he didn't take out Mackenzie Blackwood uh, for the start of period uh, number three. Because, look, the, the writing was pretty much on the wall. The Devils just did not have it tonight. And despite them striking first, they just couldn't find any answer. Because, like I said, 17 shots on goal and you let up... Uh, Four goals against the Arizona Coyotes, a team that really only averages like one goal per game. Like, seriously, like Alex Shabansi tweeted that out and I stated it in the show already. So I'm just saying for the Devils, that that cannot happen. Against the Arizona Coyotes, you got to win. Or if you're going to lose against them, at least make it a die-trying kind of thing. Like maybe you lose 3-2 to two and you fall to the bitter end. And unfortunately, the Coyotes just got a little lucky. They caught lightning in a bottle. Don't give them a win like that. That's unacceptable. So when looking at the overall stats uh, for this game, the Devils had 36 shots on goal. The Coyotes had 17. Talk about painful. Just, oh, my God. Face-off percentage, 52% uh, for the Coyotes, 48% for the Devils. Power play, uh, Coyotes were 0 for 2. Devils were 1 for 2. So maybe Mark Recchi's, uh job is secure for right now. Blocks went in the way of the Arizona Coyotes, 16-9. Giveaways, Coyotes led in that category, 17-14. So my overall assessment for the Devils is that this loss is on Mackenzie Blackwood and um, just overall not a good showing from anybody. Nico Heizer was able to get a goal, so uh, Jesper Bratt and Jack Hughes were able to get an assist on it. So welcome back, JB. And Jack Hughes, after not getting a point in his last two appearances, finally gets another point, and he's uh, right now continuing to 
just light the league on fire and just rack up the points, rack up the assists, and just be an overall leader for this team. Maybe uh, the Devils should strip Nico Keiser of his captain role and give it to Jack Hughes. That's my personal opinion. Maybe I'll talk about that over the offseason, but th- that's not really a topic that I'll talk about or entertain for the most part during the course of the season because I think Nico Keiser is doing a pretty decent job, but Jack Hughes is what makes this uh, oil run pretty well. So uh, overall, my final assessment for the Devils, I'm going to give it a... I don't want to fail them, but at the same time, I can't be too polite, so I'm going to give them a D. Just a very piss-poor effort. This loss is on one person. The defense just, um, uh, I don't even know what to say. Uh, Just up and down, everyone's plus-minus was in the negatives. Um, You know, there was not one Devils player that was in the positives for plus-minus, and uh, there there was only three players that had a plus-minus of zero, so there's that, but... Um, yeah, uh, Ryan Graves didn't really do much to really lead the defense. Uh, Siegenthaler also didn't really do much. Severson, same thing. Ty Smith, I don't even know what to expect from the kid anymore. Um, there's not really too many positive takeaways because usually when the Devils, um, have this kind of a quiet of a game, usually I look for like Ryan Graves or I look for some other people to maybe have had a silent but deadly impact, but can't really find it. So let me know what you guys think. Who was the, um, quiet mouse in this game in terms of putting up a pretty solid production but this game was ugly for the devils and i'm surprised i didn't fail them. but and some of you probably are saying you were too nice but at the same time you know i'll give them the benefit of the doubt maybe it was rust maybe lindy ruff wasn't in his right state of mind and um you know at the same time this loss is just on one person so uh i should have failed them quite honestly but i'm but i'm gonna stick by giving them a d so let me know what you guys think, and do we have a chance in our next few matchups? Because like I said, not going to get any easier for the Devils, but uh, if they want to bank on a win during these next few stretches, then they need to get at least a win against the Kings or against the Stars. I, I don't know which one's going to come against. Uh, Stars had a pretty ugly loss a couple days ago, but it's, it is the Devils, so we'll see what happens. So let me know what you guys think uh, on Locked on Devils Twitter page. As for today's episode, that's the whole time I have for you, so thanks for listening. Continue to stay safe. Have a wonderful day, New Jersey. Go Devils, and I'll catch you guys in the next episode. Thanks for listening.